Let that run. Squad Rosenberg Radio coming to you live and direct from the lab. Ladies and gentlemen, the first time we're coming in crisp with my boy Marlon B, the new guest in the house, rocking the one and twos. Yes, that's real vinyl back there. Yes, those are real 1200s back there, giving you the real mix. Yo, I want to give a big shout out to everybody that's in the house right now, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Mm, on the mob deep and the scratches. Yo, let me just take this moment right now as my guest grabs his Heineken and meet me at the table. Marlon B., Yo, I need you over here right now, bro, because that intro right there, I got to tell you, actually when, as you were just getting me to rub that vinyl the right way, you know, I was just saying to myself, I know exactly who I'm going to kidnap to do the intro to the score Rosenberg radio mix, because I love when you were rocking all that classic stuff. So people that you know, everything right now has been playing. It's not from the score Rosenberg SoundCloud, but it's going to be available at Marlon B's Connect. Everything he has on social media is going to be moving right now. Bong, bong, bong. Run of applause to my guests. One, two, three, guys. Yo, I appreciate you for coming by, bro. That was so big. Yo, that was that was huge, bro. That was dope. Ah, oh, my God, bro. Pull up to the mic. Doing the best I can, my brother. Yeah, toast this real quick. with the right. Yeah, you go. Yes, yes, yes. As a matter of fact, let's do it twice. Damn. As my boy Ant Life said, two people at the table. My brother. Mm. <sighs> nice and Heineken, man. Yeah, Heineken is always nice, my dude. Yeah. Wow. Dude, number one, thank you for coming and setting up my, my thing so it looks like a professional setup finally. <laughs> you know, because, you know, we rub the Serato and um, that's what we move here with, you know what I mean? But to see you have the, the, the 12 monsters out of their cases, breathing yeah, right like, now. Yeah, like, yo, what's going on? You have these beautiful creatures right here. <laughs> exactly, here, creatures. Like, creatures are what, what we call they're them. They're very interesting creatures that you can control, manipulate. Yeah. Oh, I, I love the way. 
Damn. So you're now added to the list of people I got to watch around my wife. You know what I mean? Because there's a couple people you got to watch around your wife. Remember I told you before, you know, the musicians, <laughs> the guitarists, people who yeah, can, you know what I mean? You say that, man, you know, but I'm good, man. I'm chilling, you know? Wow, dude, I was impressed. I'm good. I'm confident. I'm good. I, I have no, mind. but I, I can tell, bro. So before we even dabble into the whole, you know, reason for you being here, I wanted, number one, thank you so much for taking the pilgrimage, not only from New York and coming to Patterson, New Jersey, but also for really just coming to and blessing us with your presence. I really appreciate you for doing that, bro. Uh, well, thank you for having me, bro. And I know that automatically you would have done it, but I just want to let you know your effort is appreciated. You know what I mean? So let me ask you this. You get to the lab, you pull up, you ask me, can I park? Where can I park? What, I, what did I tell you to do? Hey man, park in front of the building. I'm on the like, sidewalk, bro. Right like like Kanye West said. I parked a Maybach on the sidewalk and just leave it there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I parked my Maybach on the sidewalk. <laughs> you really did, right? Yeah. <laughs> what was the pilgrimage like coming up those steps? Oh, uh, man, that was like some <laughs> I great. Remember. I was like, man, I get my cardiovascular on right now. Yeah, when, when you walked in, everybody was like, yo, what's up, Marlon? You didn't speak for like two minutes. Yeah, that was, that was gangster, bro. You just walked around like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> That's like doing a lap around the reservoir, you know? Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. No, nah, I'm just kidding. No, man. but thank you. Thank you for coming up bro and you know i i gotta tell you you know that that one on two rub right now was mm. oh, i was cool man i was I mean you know it's not the best i could do but you know it's okay cool. but we, you know I, I like the modest angle you're Thank taking you, on though. this because my mom always tell me when somebody's modest that's the person you need to watch because, <laughs> <laughs> because modesty is very synonymous with confidence and when you're confident of what you do, you know what I mean? You can just blast off and just keep it moving. Yeah. But here we are, Score Rosenberg, ready to get into blast off with a beautiful session with my boy Marlon B. We're going to dig into all his accomplishments. And for those who don't know, Marlon, I just want you to look into that camera and let people know who you are, what you do. Yo, my name is Marlon B. I'm a DJ, DJ Marlon B, uh, a.k.a. DJ Marlon Busy. And uh, I've been spinning for a while from the city, New York, Upper West Side. And... Um, I'm just a DJ, you know? No, I, you're not just a DJ. Let me plug it for you. Just <laughs> name five of the spots you play in the city. Five of the spots? I mean, I've played at a lot of different spots. That's what I'm saying. Just name five spots that you play in the city because I, I don't want to, the show played, to be about I've, where you play. I've spun at the Gansvoort Hotel. I've spun at... Five Star. Um, uh, at the Hudson Hotel. I've five Star. At, uh, I've spun at the Soho Grand, Tribeca Grand. I've spun Five at, Star. Uh, uh, I don't know the height. I spun at uh, five star. I spun at uh, at uh, at one oak one time. Five I, star. I've butter. I've done a couple. Come of on, spots. dude. You're not some average DJ in New York, bro. Walking around with a bunch of crates, but like like back not in anymore. the nineties. You know what I mean? But still, <laughs> you, you know, you're out there because I've definitely been I extended invites to some of your parties, and when I walk in, the mix, the ethnicity. Mm -hmm. mixture that you're able to command on the dance floor, bro, always impresses me. You know, what that tells me is that you have an understanding of people. And that's why when I got this podcast going and I made a list of people I wanted on here, I was like, I want to get you on here because in a very psychological, funny way, you are, you are like a therapist, you know what I mean, to all these people on the dance floor. You know exactly where to take them, and that music is such a ride, bro. You know what I mean? So I want to dig into that. I want to dig in how you became a DJ. But first, let's go back to the beginning of how Marlon B came into existence. Originally from America with parents, everybody, you born uh, here? I'll break it down to you like this, man. Um, I'm born and raised in New York City. 
straight New Yorker. I'm born, yeah, I was born on the, in, on the east side of uh, Manhattan, um, like 106th Street. Okay. Right there. Uh, so I was born there, and I was raised my whole life on the west side of Manhattan. Oh, nice. Yeah. Parents from New York? My parents, my mother's from Puerto Rico. Oh, big sh- Boricua. 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 Building, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. She was uh, born and uh, raised out there, and she came out here when she was, uh, she moved to Brooklyn. Okay. Uh, when she was about 11 years old. And my father is from the Dominican Republic, and he was, I, I guess. How did that happen? He's not supposed to be like the yeah, biggest. Yo, they hate each other. Yeah, Don't they yeah. hate each other? Don't they hate each other? did that happen? Look at the product. They hate but each I see, other, I know man, your you know mom, know I mean? so I know your dad stood no chance. <laughs> yeah, you, know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know mom Dukes. Yo, toast to mom Dukes, bro. Toast to mom Dukes. Yeah, toast to mom Dukes. Yeah. yeah, so go in. How, how did that happen? I mean, did she, did she ever tell you the story of how this? Oh, man. Yeah, I know. You know, this is, this, there's always stories behind that. Yeah. She know. Uh, she was. Uh, she had. She met through a mutual friend. Mm. She met my father through a mutual friend, and that was it. And they met and had me. And bam! Here I am. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, and uh, I have a I have a brother eight years older than myself. Okay. You know, uh, who, who uh, helped me out a lot. Yeah. Yo, so yeah, as, as I was, I was meditating on um, that whole experience. I, 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 I am inspired to ask you this. Yeah. So you grew up in that family. Now you're on the upper. You're New York bred and born. Where did the music thing come in? Where did where did that became you know like Marlon be the DJ? My father was a musician. My father was uh, is a percussionist, a Latin percussionist. He played uh, congas and uh, timbales. So so in the Dominican. He's Dominican. I know. It's you're, 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 weird. <laughs> I know, like Dominicans playing Latin jazz. I know they don't. They do merengue. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, nah, um, nah. I, my father's just a little bit different. I, when I listen, when I, when I, when, when you look at the stereotypes, the general stereotypes, everyone has a stereotype, right? Every yeah. different ethnic background yeah. has. I'm not going to get into that. No, but there's some truth. But, there's a lot of truth to those stereotypes. But stereotypes like, also. But that's exactly what I did. I did the stereotype. I said, "Oh, Dominican, you expect it to be dun dun merengue, yeah. which is beautiful music." Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? yeah, yeah, yeah. But now my father was a. He played more of a. He, he was more of a just a percussionist, and his okay. his style of music, um, um, you know. Well, he was he came out here when he was a kid, so he grew up and listened. You know, he knew about doo-wop music oh, and James oh, wow. Brown and funk and 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 Parliament and and you know he knew about you know we we listened to Stevie Wonder and all that in the house, but he was playing like Cuban jazz, Afro jazz, and uh, you know Eddie Palmieri and, and Fania All Stars, so. You know, it was a pretty interesting household, you know. And my yeah. mother, she likes stuff like uh, Steppenwolf and the Beatles and... Um, oh, what a mixture. And, uh, yeah. So you're hearing different cultures. I'm hearing rock. Everything. I'm hearing funk, soul. And then 
growing up, you know, like I said, I had a brother who's eight years older, right? Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. He was obviously hip to what's going on, you know? Mm, and mm. Uh, so he, the uh, disco was a big thing. Uh, Saturday Night Fever, right? That whole era, right? That's like, well, that's like, that's the token movie. Like, oh, I know the disco era. Yeah, but you know, it's so funny. But, I, 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 I'm gonna have to stick your pin right there because I want you to come back and really get into that whole mixture. Because what I'm hearing <laughs> is your dad's influence, your mom's influence, your brother's influence. Oh, we're like the Partridge family almost, but like Latino. <laughs> Score Rosenberg Radio, Marlon B, giving you the classic, going in, getting sweet on, on this. We're going to take a quick break, come back, jump back into the whole story of how he made that gumbo of influences into what he is right now, the world-renowned DJ that he is, right here on Score Rosenberg Radio. Stay tuned. One. Rosenberg Radio coming to you live and direct from the lab as we just came back from a really refreshing break with my boy Marlon B. Yo, thank you so much for being in the house, bro. Anytime, my brother. Thank you for having me. No, I really love I really love getting into the um the granular substance of of, of, of what composed the infamous Marlon or the famous actually Marlon B because when we left off we were talking about the mixture of the whole music gumbo you were exposed to as a kid growing up. Your father was a musician, but here's the question I want to ask: What made it? What made the turntable your instrument of choice? Well, as a child growing up uh, with a musical family, you know, my pops put me on the drums. Okay. So um, <clears throat> you you learn musical patterns that way. Okay. You know, and. Um, and I guess just growing up and and in uh, an era with hip hop in the early beginnings, I would listen to the radio, and I was uh, uh, it, it gave me curiosity because uh, it was just a it was just a audio. Okay, okay. It was not a visual. Good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So as a child, you know, you want to break, you know, dance. They call it break dance. Yeah, I remember break dance. A lot of people I, like no, it was break nice. dance. As a matter of fact, the other, the other night I was telling my boys behind the camera that I was nice with the worm. Oh, I got, <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I can see that. You're very, you know. Yeah, when I got down to do the worm, the, the, that that whole episode will be here some other time. But um, very athletic brother right here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Go in. So uh, anyhow, yeah. So you know, growing up in 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 New York, it was a big phenomenon. This this. Breaking, right, yeah. and 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 hip hop music, <clears throat> and so were you a dancer? Listen, were you were you a, were you a break dancer, my listen, dude? Listen, everyone, I think everyone 
at least in my time, <laughs> had a little move. <laughs> you either had a little boogie in you, or yeah, that's like, true. you know, you had yeah, some footwork, true. you know. Or the backspin, or, you had or the, the backspin. Yeah, yeah. Yo, if you could windmill, you were oh, nice. No, yeah, true. If you could windmill. Oh, my God. If, with, with your hand in your crotch. Oh, just, man. Son. Yeah, there was a kid in my school, rest in peace, Mel, Mel Dugs. That dude was doing windmills with a cast on his leg, man. Yeah. Anyway, so so growing up and listening to the music, you know, I mean, if you wanted to dance, you needed some music to dance to. So you had to record the radio station at the time. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Mr. Magic Rap Attack. Okay. Big shout out to Mr. Magic. And it was, uh, it was, uh, you know, people were like, yo, what kind of rap? What kind of rap? Rap? What kind of hip hop? What kind of music was it? You know? Yeah, it was, yeah, it yeah. Was, it was, you know, there was, uh, there was, he was playing like Paul Hunter, nineteen. It's a song, you know. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. It was an era where people were, you know, uh, there, there were movies out, you know, Crush okay. Groove and all yeah, these yeah, things yeah, yeah. were going on. Break dancing was out too. Well, it was a big thing. You could see it outside. And when you go to Macy's, everyone's all over the place on the corners, on the Lowium and and, and, you, and you cardboard, had a cardboard boxes. Box? You had a cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> well, in my basement, we had a linoleum. My, my super son had a, the, the honeycomb hideout downstairs Ooh. with the turntable, spray paint. So I had my whole little. It was cool for me as a young kid, and they were, el- you know, my Ooh. elders. So I had a little, uh, you know, a chance to really experience a little bit of that. In, yeah, in, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, but anyhow, so I recorded that stuff, and I, it amazed me how the song would go from one song to another one seamlessly mm. but it's audio I'm not watching someone do it so you know I had a curiosity and you hear these cuts and scratches and I'm like wow how is he is, blending yeah how is he blending and how's these cuts and scratches and then when I went downstairs and they say yo Marlon do want to scratch to touch the turntable I said wow you know I was so young I didn't really understand how old are you at this time oh gosh I was in elementary school I must have been maybe nine ten maybe what yeah 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 oh. but it was it wasn't my equipment it was just the super sun stuff you know and it was cool but my brother, my brother had turntables, and uh, and he and well, you know, so so when I was so hip hop was going on, the, the videos came out, and I yeah, saw you yeah. know the Eric B and Rock Kim one. Okay, yeah, yeah, I, I know that video. I, I know that no video. Joke, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. like at the end, <laughs> I was like, wow, I could do that. That was big. That was like that image right there. With the rings on the on the turntables, mm, I was owning like, it. "Wow!" I was like, "Rakim and uh, Eric B." Yeah, I, I remember that, that video. Yeah, big, that, that you know video was huge. And so that was like that was a, a, big that was a little ins- inspirational. And then also, you know, I have family out in Queens, and so they would have jams out there. They're from Ravenswood, okay, which is by Queensbridge. And, you Big know, shout out to Queensbridge, <laughs> and my family would be like, "Yo, we're going to the jam, or you know, to the to the party in the community and the DJ room." DJ would be out there just. And the 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 DJ was like a you know relative, uh, Tim, rest in peace, oh, Uncle, wow. Uncle Tim, and and I'll never forget, man, he played. It's been a long time. And that was oh, a joint God. back then. That was like. 
right, so, I have to save this for the top. Put it on now. Bam. Like, that was the song. Did he, did he, did he cut it up or would you just No, nah, he had a four. He was playing 45s, man. Oh, so just back to back. You he know, was just playing yeah. joints, but I'll never forget when he played that joint. You saw people's reaction. Yeah, I was like, "Wow, man! I don't really want a DJ," you know. <laughs> um, and then, and then, like I said, my brother he had uh, turned. He he said, "Man, you know, I was home. My brother, uh, you know, he's, he's he listens to a lot of reggae and stuff. You know what I mean? Okay, so okay, I was like, yeah, yeah. You know, he's doing Damn, his you're thing. exposed. He's like, he likes Bob Marley. He's real cool. You know, he likes scientists and King Tubby oh, and stuff oh, like wow, that. Wow, the classic real vibrations. Was, yeah, real reggae. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, he doesn't, you know, I'm home recording uh, uh, 98.7 Kiss FM now. Mm -hmm. So we went from Mr. Magic, right? With all Paul Hunter and like all the early hip hop stuff. Yeah. Breaking. And now it's like more like the mid 80s here. Okay, okay. This is like Rakim. This is like 80. Four eighty five, eighty six. Now you know, like more like eighty five, eighty six, and going on. Okay. And my brother's been running around. You know, left home, but comes back here and there. You know, equipment's at home. He lives. He leaves the equipment at home. You know. And meanwhile, well, the the thing was, he was running around, and and I was home recording ninety eight point seven Kiss FM because there's this dude named Red Alert. Yo, DJ Red, Red Alert. Yeah. DJ like, Red this Alert. Dude, this dude, yo, he had the illest uh, radio show for me. Not the illest, but for me and my age, when I'm going to ju at junior high school at this time, and like Rob Bass was the joint, you know? And even before that, even with Jungle Brothers and Public Enemy and Rebel Without a Pause and and uh and bdp with my philosophy and, and and criminal i like i you know i used to record this this show all the time yeah, he, ca he came on a saturday afternoon no he yeah he was he was his night was saturday and you know sometimes he'd do friday and saturday but you know chuck chill out would do friday you know yeah 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 yeah, know? yeah 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 you know and chuck chill out had a dope uh show as well you know what i'm saying yeah yeah but i look forward to both of those shows because it was you know this is my era, so I recorded them. Uh, that's how I learned a lot about music, okay. uh, about the, the music of those days. Yeah. And then, uh, and so my brother would come back, and he came back, and he goes, I go, he goes, what are you doing? I go, I'm listening, you know, I'm recording Red Alert. He goes, Red Alert? I go, yeah. He goes, that's my man. I go, what you know about Red Alert, <laughs> man? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you listen to Bob Marley and stuff, you know? Uh, and, uh, and he said, yo, one day I'm going to introduce you to Red Alert. I said, yeah, all right, whatever, man. And I'm in junior high school, and he goes, all right, yo, mom, I'm going to take him to go see Red. And, and uh, I said, all right, cool. And we went downtown, man, and it was incredible. What? Yeah, I was 13 years old, and I went to the spot called uh, Mars. Okay. And uh, I'm at my idol. Red alert. Red alert in the flesh. And I was so little. I had Air Jordan flights on. And he was so tall. And the music's going on. And they're playing like soul to soul. Oh. Uh, however do you want, want it. Want it. Doom, doom, doom. Whatever do you need. downstairs. And like, my brother's like, yo, Ma, this is Red. And I'm like, oh, my God. And my brother's like, yo, Red, watch him. I'll be back. And ran off. <laughs> Like chase chicks and stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, 
hang out, go see his friends and stuff in there, you know? And then after that, so that, that at a young age, I was introduced to this club thing, you know, while in junior high school, you know what I'm saying? It was pretty you met your idol. You're in the club. I met my idol. I'm listening. I saw DJ Clark Kent. He was incredible. Ooh. He was at Mars. He and you was, saw them play? I saw him. So we, me and my brother go to, like, Mars was this uh, old, it's a meatpacking district downtown. Yeah. Um, it's, um... It was an old meat warehouse before the Gansevoort Hotel was around I know there. exactly what you're talking you know, about. Before Lotus 14th was around. Street, yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, right around there by the West Side Highway. We were in there. He got me in. He knew the people. You know, there was no ID machines and stuff. He had to hook up. I wasn't drinking or doing nothing crazy. Yeah. And he, he took care of me. We went in there, and that's where, yeah, that's where I met Red Alert. So they had this, this club, Mars, had different floors. They had a basement, first floor, second floor, third floor, and like a, a rooftop. Okay. And, and every floor had a different type of music. Okay, big. They had like rock, house, hip-hop, and like soul on the mm, rooftop, mm, you know? Mm, mm, mm. And so we went in there, and then we went to the hip-hop row, man, and... And this dude named DJ Clark Kent was there, and he had the Superman, you know, the blue Superman yeah, shirt yeah, with yeah, the yeah. S on it, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. the red and yellow S. And he got, yo, this dude, when it was, uh, warm it up came. Mm. We went up there, and he was messing that record up. And that record came out probably around 1989, I'm thinking, 88, 89. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, he was going, warm it up, huh? Warm it up. What? What the, huh? 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 No who flat top rules and then uh, what up, can? Uh, yo, he was killing it, man. This dude was killing it at this club, and that was inspiring. You know what I'm saying? And then my brother said, "Yo, I have turntables." You know, I said, "Really?" He said, "Yeah, I have them in storage. I'll bring them home." I said, "All right." So he said, "I'll teach you how to scratch." He brought it home, and that was my little introduction to like a twelve hundred. Ooh, uh, uh, so yo, yo, I, you know this. It's rare you can't score Rosenberg so riveted into the story (laughs) because number one, as a DJ, um, I also love to hear the inspiration behind your story. But what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a quick break, come back, finish up the the powwow with my boy Marlon B on the transition from now you have the turntables, now you're working out, and how we get getting things in. So everything you're hearing right now is actually from Marlon's B's SoundCloud. This is just some mixes I have. I don't know if these but if you do have some music, we can find you on the SoundCloud, yes, correct? Yes, definitely. What's your SoundCloud? DJ Marlon B. Just Google DJ Marlon B. Or DJ Marlon Busy. DJ M-A-R-L-O-N B-I-Z-Z-Y. Bong. We're going to be back right after this quick break. Be right back. Pick this up. One. I take 
underscore Rosenberg Radio coming to you with my boy Marlon Busy as we get ready to wrap up this last segment of the show as we get ready to learn. And you know what's so funny, Marlon? I got to be honest with you, bro. I really, I really appreciate everything you've shared, you know, thus far. You know, the, 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 the movement of, of the energy that's, you know, called Marlon B. And how you were inspired by, you know, Red Alert, meeting him. And that's where we, where we left off. You meeting, you meeting um, Red Alert. And I want to salute you for just sharing um, and thanking me for invoking and bringing back those memories and those feelings because I can only imagine. Great memories, great yeah. memories. You're welcome, bro. So the invoice is in the mail. Just make sure you send a check to <laughs> the lab. 10%. <laughs> yeah. No, but I love bringing that back. So thank you so much for sharing that. But So after meeting um, Red and getting back in, so now you really go back and you start, your, your brother brings over the turntables. Now you're so my brother brings over the turntables and, uh, and he says, listen, We'll get you started. We'll, we'll go to Rock and Soul. This is where you get records. And you Big know, shout out to Rock and Soul. Rock and Soul. <laughs> Remember Rock like and 35th, Soul. 36th yeah. And he was like, yo, you know, so I would save my allowance and, you know, do. I had little jobs here and there and save my money and, and get records here and there. And and uh, he taught me that. And at the same time, he continued to take me to clubs, man. This dude continued to take me to clubs. What an influence. 13, 14, I was 14, I was, uh, I was going to clubs probably 14, 15 And not the party, old. but to check out the DJs, right? Yo, he would take me and leave me in the DJ booth. At Red, Don't say Red so. Alert. Yeah, man, I was serious. You're in the DJ booth. He would leave me in the DJ booth. With Red, Red Alert. Alert. Yeah, well, I, I, was, I was 14, 15, maybe, you know, and I, I wasn't drinking. I wasn't drinking. No, I, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't, And, yeah. you know, I, I, and there was, you know, it was, it was, those clubs were packed with people. My brother was just like, yo, chill with Red Alert. And Red was like, yeah, come on. And Red Alert would rock it, yo. That's what I watched. I watched <laughs> him rock it, and yeah. I watched him control a, cr a crowd. And and, and when I, I would watch records he play, and I'd be like, okay, I need to go to Rock and Soul and get that record <laughs> the next day. And so I did that, right? And then I was doing parties. Uh, so my brother sometimes, you know, would hook me up with some parties for his friends, and I would do their parties. At what age? Uh, I was 15. Your first parties at 15? Probably like 14, 15. I, I was also doing parties in the community rooms around my neighborhood, too. Lugging your crates? Lugging crates, man. I had a little crew. Okay, a okay, cats, okay, you okay. You know what I'm saying? That ran with me, and they helped me out, you know, and man, it was ragamuffin. I had like not even a a, a a real power amp. I had like, oh man, I had like one of them stereo amps, you know, and yeah, like yeah. some big speakers. I don't know if it could handle it, but you know, you had to bring some extra fuses. Yeah. And a fan, put a fan on it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, we used to do uh, house parties, man. We was playing, uh, man. Uh, Jodeci, come and talk to me. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, uh, Mary J. Blige, you know, and a lot of things like that was going on. And you had a good time doing that. Rubbing straight vinyl. Yeah, straight vinyl. Straight vinyl. Lugging my twelve hundred. Well, not my my brother's twelve hundreds with me. My God, what a. And then eventually, like you know, bought them from him. And that was my first pair of 1200s. And then I just kept running with it. And I started doing my friends who went to high school. I started doing their high school parties. Ooh. And, and got, you know. How many crates are you lugging at this part? You do oh, your friends in high man, school parties. Probably four. You know. And then 
and that was like four crates and then I continued on and I just wound up meeting different people through different people or different you know from different events and parties and those those people you know helped me out and put me on to different mm. events and you work at one spot there's a manager there he might go to a different place and bring you with them you know all these different things you know and uh and that's that's what i've done that's what i've done for a, a long time and i've been fortunate enough to meet some some good people that gave me some provided me some really good opportunities that you know i've been blessed to have i see um, that um and that's it you know i think the trick to it is really you know uh, where i come uh, uh where i come from with with the records and all that you know like I, I look at you know it, it, it's 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 um it's a beautiful thing from coming from records and keeping up with the new generation. Because yeah, right now, I mean, the, you're, the, you're rubbing some the, really classic. I mean, your library of music is like infinite right now. Yeah. And you're ru you're rubbing some vinyl. So explain the setup we have here, so my viewers can understand what's going on as we look at the turntable setup. So you have your <laughs> your 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 computer, which is hooked up to this transformer box that's hooked up to the turntables and you're rubbing yeah. everything in your library right now yeah and you're able to maneuver straight vinyl but the digital way yeah i've seen you rock this bro and that's unbelievable what you do over here bro Well, like i said i grew up you know i was taught how to play instruments so mm. when i realized the this this the scratching situation that i Doing on the that, same rhythm that I was attracted to, it kind of you know came to me like yo that's like an instrument now you know my pops played, you know percussion my my brother plays percussion on the piano, you know and uh, and I did I, I played some percussion as a kid but man I really gravitated towards um, towards the turntables, you know which at that time probably looked at their digital art you know what I mean if you really think about it because. It's, it's something that they've never experienced before. Well, now, especially with the computer, it's definitely digital art. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Before that, it was definitely analog records. You know what I mean? Maybe analog art is what I should have really said. But the manipulation of, of, of uh, I, I used to watch, I used to watch um, uh, DJ competitions and, and, you know, see them beat juggle. And that really attracted me. Like, wow, they're manipulating a beat to sound different you know, doing tricks. So, so let me ask you this. That was pretty cool. <clears throat> when was the first time your, your mom really saw you rock out and was like, that's my son? Man. Uh, do you uh, remember that moment? Yeah, I think I do remember one of those first moments, man. I was doing this party with my boy, Damon Williams. Yeah, what's up, Damon? <laughs> um, Milk and Honey Productions. And uh, I think I was, we were doing the spot. It was a, a, a after party for the Puerto Rican Day Parade. Oof. And uh, it was a spot called Cello World, somewhere in the 30s. And man, the spot was packed. Marlon B. got on the one and, and twos. Yeah, it was a bunch of us DJs. It was really cool, you know? Okay. And uh, I was on I was on, and she came up and she said, wow, man, there's a lot of people, man. It's packed in here. I said, oh, that's, you know. And she was stopped by my, my, my you know, some events I've had, and it's been cool that oh. she's been able to enjoy and see me, yeah, yeah, you know, you see what I do. 
Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You get to enjoy that as well sometimes. Yeah, I know. The reason why I, yeah, the reason why I asked you that question is because I had a chance to hang out with your mom, and she's such a great supporter. Pretty awesome, right? Yeah, of the, of the Marlon B. movement, awesome. you know what I mean? And we'll be out hanging out at these spots, and she just makes it live, and you're rocking, and, you know, it's just, yeah, there's nobody else. She's definitely your secretary of state. Yeah, man. You know she, I mean? she definitely supports what yeah, she can, 100%. you know what I mean? 100%. And it's good, you know? Yeah, so. let's just let's toast up to moms, bro. Where's it? Grab, grab your water. You're pulling spring real quickly. It's not good to really toast with, it's not good to toast with water, man. But, yo, yeah. listen. Yo, can we, get, can we get a Heineken from my boy Marlon B real quick? <laughs> Flock, please. We're going to toast because we're going to big up moms for being such but a... she is definitely a, a, amazing. A style She's wart. pretty cool. You know what I mean? You know? Yeah, for really holding down and really marketing and, 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 and holding down Marlon B over here. <laughs> because I got to tell you this much. She is... One, you know, did you Thanks, open that Rock. up? Uh, Let's open that up for Marlon B real quick. Because we're gonna, we gotta do this toast and get this really right. Thank you so much, my bro. So um, as we get ready to, you know, as a matter of fact, let's, let's toast you. this up. Thank you so much, yes, Flock. Thank you, Flacco, yeah. my brother. To moms. To mom Dukes. Yeah, to mom Dukes. Ah, also, I remember getting records from you <laughs> back when I was, you know, Back in the day, working for Relativity. You, yeah, back when uh, record labels were uh, servicing records, vinyl. So, yeah, back in the vinyl days. Yeah, we didn't even get a chance to touch on that. But I didn't want to get into that moment because what I've gotten from you so far is the journey to where Marlon B is right now, which is really what's more fascinating. You know what I mean? Leave it on the table. Let it marinate. So um, as we get ready to wrap, so here you are right now, an accomplished mixologist. Right. Okay. And yeah, I know you just came from that DJ competition in your, in um, Jersey. How was that event? That was cool. That was cool. That was like my uh, my first like real DJ competition as far as like doing tricks and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um and it was cool, man. You know, as a kid, I saw it and I was like, man, I will. I really wish I understood. You know. I, I wish I was that experienced. You know, oh, to, to be, be at an event like that. To to be able to do some of those tricks you know yeah and um and so i've watched a bunch of competitions and um i've visited some like workshops recently where people just go up and just do their thing you know like <laughs> open turntables like oh wow it's called table turns and there's a brother named uh dj roly roll you know who uh who puts it on along with some other djs um, downtown New York. So you just go there and you just so get I went, on. So I went there, you know. I have some friends that are in the DJ in that in that circuit. It's a different, you know. Everyone's oh a DJ, oh DJ, DJ. It's a different type of DJs. Yeah, you yeah, understand yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, there is. Not to say that they can't dibble and dabble in each one, which I think is great because that makes you a rounded DJ. Yeah. But sometimes people are just like, yo, I just want to, you know, get in, make some money, and I just got a hard drive. I'm just going to go in, and my friend hunts. And just, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's just a... True. You know, it's a fad. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then there's other people. There's a lot of great DJs out there that could always teach you or me about new music. Yeah, not, yeah. Not necessarily it just came out today, but, like, different styles and types of musics you know mm. real djs i i feel not to say fake ones you know but like a lot of i don't know there's just a certain type of dj that likes to dibble and dabble in funk soul 
and everything else. You know what I'm saying? I I, I dibble and dabble in everything from, no, from new stuff from 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 Ray Sermon to yeah. The power of the know, DJs is is I think somewhat not even Bryce understood. Huh? Yeah, the power of the DJ is somewhat not understood because, like you were saying, some DJs just just jump in to make a buck. Right. But a DJ who's passionate and learned the it's your life. Yeah, yeah. The the, the, the it's nuances. Like an artist. You know, like they they learn the nuances of a good mix, a good blend, and especially how to tell a story through music, take you on this journey. You right. know, evoke those memories and bring you back. You know, it's and I've seen you play, bro, and that's why I wanted to talk to you because as a DJ myself, I wanted to ask, do you really understand or are you aware of the power you have when you said, Okay, I'm gonna write these people through the sixties, seventies because I know you have the volume of music to do that. Well you every every crowd is different, man. You know, like how are you how do you read a crowd? How do I read a crowd? You well, go in, I invite well, the, you what well, well, what you wanna do is you kind of want to understand Number one, what kind of event it is? Is it a, you know, are you club rocking? Are you gonna party rock? You don't have to play clean versions. You're in a club. You're with people of age. Okay. You could play those dirty versions, and you could play some raunchy hip hop. Okay. And and reggae and house. Let's go or, in. Yeah, you know. And and whatever, however you you know you have to read that crowd. You know what I mean. But at the same time, so you have those. You have special events. Where but, you, but here's the you deal: you might not want to play. Here's, here's what, I, here's, here's what I'm, I'm trying to get tracks. to is because you're so well diverse in terms of the music, mm -hmm. right? And you do have the volume to complement that diversity mentally, mm -hmm. right? For the DJs who are coming out there, you know, there's a young kid listening to this podcast and go, "Wow, I'm actually hearing the intricacies of Marlon B." the DJ and I want to, so for the young kid listening to this, what would be your wisdom or what would you thought of wisdom you'd leave with that kid listening to this podcast right now and wanting to join in the world of DJ? <laughs> Number one, have fun with it. If you're not having fun with it, you know? Yeah. Have fun with it and, you know, do what you want to do with it, you know? It's like, you know, I'm the one that chooses to do research because I was brought up in a musical background with parents that taught me all these different musics. So when I hear it, I'm not like, oh, Stevie Wonder. Oh, God, mm. what the hell? But that sounds <laughs> terrible. It's Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were you exposed. Know, it's like, wow. It's yeah, salute funky, to that exposure. Dope. You know, yeah. salsa, merengue, bachata. You know. Yeah, salute. You know, I, I, you know, I have this, you know, certain, I'm not playing certain types all the time at home, but, you know, I have my preferences, but I'm open to different types of musics, you know what I mean? So you're able to satisfy a different And that's crowd. me, so I think, you know, and check this out, right? So you have the DJs like, yo, man, can't do it, dude. All I do is house. That's, <laughs> that's great. Hopefully you, get, hopefully you get up to Steve Aoki and you do those things. Yeah, yeah. But when someone's like, yo, man, you know, I want you to do my tropical event. You're going to be stuck because you're mm. going to be pounding people's heads. Yeah. Or, you know, you're like, yo, I have this event. It's, you know, 
kind of, you know, whatever it is, and they're playing curses or whatever it is, you know, that might not be correct for the right set, you know? Which is, which is what I like about when I see you play, the ability to adapt to any circumstance, and I love that about what yeah. you're doing. Well, listen. But you know what's so funny? I I'm a quiet taste is what I call myself. You know, no, not no, no, everyone's no. going to agree with me, but, you know, for the well, most part, the people do. We get ready to close, right? And one, I want to touch on one thing. I want to touch on one thing. Yes. I've seen you do the tricks, the technical aspects uh-huh. on the one and twos. Uh-huh. Where did that, when did that come into play? Because there's two different, as you see, there's different type of DJs. Right. And your technical proficiency mm-hmm. on the one and twos is, is official, bro. Thank you. So this is how it goes. That's what inspired me to DJ. Hip-hop, music. And the scratch. Mm. I always wanted to learn how to scratch. And I always practiced scratching. Okay. Always, always, always since I was, since I learned how to scratch. Because you're nice. I'm okay. Thank you. No. <laughs> I'm all right. <laughs> you're I'm nice. Still, I'm still learning. We're always learning. Yeah. I'm always learning. Um, but that's what inspired me. And throughout all the years, you know, in the beginning, I didn't have the best mixer. It was kind of stiff. But as I moved on, I got better uh, mixers. I got really nice. I and then I practiced. Vinyl. And then more recently, I've practiced even more. I, you have to practice all the time. I always practice. And I'm acquiring yeah. more yeah. skills. Tell them. Tell them. And I'm trying. Score Rosenberg Radio. You just drop a That's jewel. Yo, you, just drop, you just drop a practice jewel. Practice makes perfect. Yeah. Practice, practice, and practice, That's and practice. It. We all could learn more. Score Rosenberg Radio. He drops another jewel, a double jewel in the same sentence. We all could learn more. But have fun with it. Bong. Yo. No, thank you so much, Marlon B, for coming through. Round of applause for Marlon B for being thank here, guys. Bong, 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 bong. Yo, so here's what we're going to do. Before even stopping the thing, we're going to come in with this. You're going to get up. You're going to get back on the one and twos. Close us out the way you brought us in with some classic tricks. Get the GoPro really close to you so we can check this out and then rock this out on our SoundCloud, rock this out on our YouTube channel so you can see exactly what it goes on. He talks it, he lives it. Close us out on the one and twos. One, score Rosenberg Radio, score Rosenberg TV, Marlon B. Yo, rock us out. One. They'll be on my behind. I get there later, but better later than never. And when I get there, whatever is clever, I won't be stopped by Jake's or Cop. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Cause I'm. I'm going through. My father wants to know if I'm taking care of myself. He has to see me since the simple as well. She wants to know if I'm keeping the faith.
Radio, Marlon B on the one and twos, ladies and gentlemen. Giving you that exclusive rub. You're going to see all this on our YouTube channel. Stay tuned. All the classic rubs you're hearing is from DJ Marlon B on the SoundCloud for Rosenberg Radio. Stay tuned. We're just going to keep this going for a little bit so you can understand what real talent is. You heard the backstory. You heard the future story. You're listening to an exclusive DJ dominating the number one market in the United States, New York City, rubbing it and showing you technically he's that nice. Score Rosenberg Radio bringing exclusive talent, interesting people, great conversation. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Keep going. 